but the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. What manner of person are you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Jesus is coming. Get busy. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Hidden Day. We have another episode, and this one is actually part two of the last one with Chris Taylor. This is Jesus is Coming, Get Busy with Chris Taylor. Um, we're going to follow up with some of the things we didn't get to on the last episode, but as usual, Chris, would you please lead us in prayer? Sure thing. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to cover this program, cover the ears that are going to hear this program and their hearts. I pray that a lot of people that are listening are saved and they can use the information here to spread your word, spread the gospel, cause conversations to react with people's hearts, Lord God. And um, just actually guide our hearts, guide our minds, and the things we say through your Holy Spirit. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. We agree. We agree 100%. So, Chris, I know we were talking about so many different things last time, uh, and we get every time we put up a good show, I would get people asking questions from every end of the angle, like should Christians be in politics, and and how you know should are we going to go through the tribulation? We're going to go out before it. What should we do over here? What should we do over there? It seems really confusing to most people. So, yeah. I wanted to talk to you today about. These things of the end times are, are hermeneutics, if you would. The uh, how we interpret everything. These end times, mm -hmm. they they seem to be so confusing to the church. And I want to get some of your insight as to why do you think that is. Well, yes. Um, as you know, we have many denominations in Christianity, and then that bleeds over into cults that call themselves Christians, right? Mm -hmm. And many people of of I've heard many conversations for years saying, oh, well, you know, it's Satan's plan. And I agree. Mm -hmm. But it's not everyone that's doing these weird interpretations necessarily, you know, thinking, have a demonic mindset. They've just heard some teachings or followed the teacher that led them into this path, right? Mm -hmm. And when you, when you trace back the interpretation of the Bible all the way back, even, you know, to the people that wrote the Bible. Mm -hmm. This information was clear, what they were talking about. Their audience wasn't, you know, dismayed. People, they knew about, you know, the rapture, even though the, the, the word rapture isn't necessarily in it, that it, scripture. It didn't have been Latin yet. <laughs> but, right, and, but the word used, they knew exactly what was going on, right? And as we go down in history... After the Bible's 
um, distributed through letters and whatnot, copied, and then put together, canonized, sorry. Canonicalized. We start to see now interpretation methods, and the original interpretation method was literal, mm -hmm. grammatical, historical. Literal, basically, what's literal, you take literal, you don't try to make something up, you try, mm -hmm. don't try to go with what your heart's telling you, you take it how it is. Now, there are allegorical things in the Bible, there are, there's a lot of poetry. In fact, mm -hmm. I think, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's like 25 different forms of poetry Yes. In the Bible. It's right? That's a good point, if I can uh, inter interject there. You know, when people say literal, I had uh, actually one friend of mine say, well, so that means Jesus was a door? I was like, no, that is a figure of speech. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. And literal that, yes, he is the door that gets us into heaven. That doesn't negate figures of speech. And I think that's kind of something we should be aware of, too, as when you're taking it literally. Include the figures of speech. Right, right, right. Um, and so you have that, whether it's a simile or metaphor, whatever, right? You, you mm -hmm. have to be able to think with common sense. And so um, grammatical, basically, you're going to find the word that you're trying to think, look up, whether it's the word sin or, or, or you know, um, second coming, something like that, and you're going to see what the word is in the original Hebrew or Greek, and there's a little uh, Aramaic there. You're going to find out what the word means by doing using a thesaurus uh, and uh, other means, like, you know, you have, um, what are those things called with all the numbers and the <laughs> uh, concordance? Yeah, concordance. <laughs> there's also Bible dictionaries that you can mm -hmm. use. It, it's not always just a five-minute search, and I got it. You know, in this information era, we think we can just find all the meanings in, you know, one sentence and boom, that has to be what it means. Well, you want to do more research on top of that. Okay, when now, you together and do, do a full research, you'll be able to yeah. find everything much quicker nowadays, but you still got to read it and you still got to boil it down. Right. And so we have the grammatical, right? What does this phrase mean? What does this word mean? What did it mean? In the next part, which is historical, you have to get the historical context of what was going on at the time. What did they mean? Uh, did the people understand it? Of course, because they weren't writing to dummies. They were, they were writing to people that would understand what they were saying. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, say, for instance, um, with uh, Jonah and the whale, mm -hmm. right? The whale great spits. Fish. Yeah, the, the great fish. <laughs> fish, whale, whatever. Right? <laughs> spits him out. On the land. And these people see it. Mm -hmm. Right? Here's the thing, though. They thought that Dagon, or whoever they worshipped at the time, mm -hmm. was spitting out something for them. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the reasons why Jonah went to the sea is because they thought that God's power, authority, didn't reach to the sea. Into the abyss, yeah. To the, yeah. And, and so... That's a great historical context mm -hmm. about the area of Nineveh. Why, why did he want to not give them the gospel? Mm -hmm. Why? Exactly. They were we, wicked. Yeah, they were pure wicked. Now, that, that's a, uh, I know uh, with uh, Dagon, 
uh, for those of you who don't know, Dagon was the fish god, okay? And, you know, just like uh, when, when Jesus also said about uh, just, uh, you know, like Jonah, there was a, a huge solar eclipse just before that. And apparently the previous solar eclipse had a major uh, catastrophe and like millions of people died or something like that. And then um, when they saw the eclipse and then they see this Dagon fish spit up this guy, um, they started to listen. Yeah. Mm. And, and so in, in Jonah's rebellion, God said, okay, I'm going to use this to do something else. You're still mm. going to go. <laughs> and look what happened, right? And then that, that nation or city, whatever you want to call it, they turned around. It was for a short time, but they turned around, right? Then it got judged later. So historical context is very, very, very important. Um, you know, even Jesus riding in on a donkey, what did it mean? Story, you know, what was the context? Why, why, why? And sometimes what we do, instead of using, um, what do you call it, um, exegesis, mm -hmm. reading out what's in the text, we read our thoughts into it because of our times we're living in, yep. not getting the historical context, and that's where we start to go wrong, mm, right? Exactly. So that's one of the major parts of why we have so many denominations and so many different trains of thoughts, different rapture theories, all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? I um, have a few examples on that, too, when you're ready. And I keep interrupting because all these things come. I apologize. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> no problem at all. Um, like in historical context, people use the term, you know, it rains on the just and the unjust. Mm -hmm. uh, in today's context, we think, oh, rain is bad. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. God is bad to both the just and the unjust, and that's that's not what it meant. Rain is is the life giver, and what what it meant was God is good because the rain meant the crops would grow and you could eat and have water. Mm -hmm. So it was a good context that He rains on the just and the unjust, meaning right. he, He's good to bad people mm -hmm. in addition to you as a yeah. good person if you're good. Okay. Right. Right. Um, and another thing is when they were talking about um, uh, if your neighbor slaps you in the cheek, uh, then, you know, turn the other cheek. And we think, oh, that's supposed to mean we're just going to be like cowering and, and all <laughs> that stuff. But in the Roman times, when they first smacked you, they, you have to use your right hand. And they'd mm. smack you with the back of their hand. And mm. it was kind of a put down. Mm. Okay? But now their hand's on the other side. And if you turn the other cheek, you say, no, now you have to smack me because I said so. Now you're going to smack me as an equal and you're not going to put me down like that. So yeah. standing up for your rights, so now they'd have to smack you this way. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not to, uh, you know, be a coward. What it is is to say, listen, um, we're, we're not going to take this and you're going to treat me as an equal. I'm going to stand here uh, and, and uh, stand up for the Lord. That's so, yeah, the historical context is a key. Yeah. Um, imagine the person that God put in your way to bless you for a job, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. You had to bless them along the way for them to come in your direction to even give you a job. Mm -hmm. So he's going to bless people how he sees fit because he's sovereign. Just because they're unsaved, just because you're this or that, doesn't mean that God hasn't provided for them. Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of these people are thinking, that, oh, you know, it's Satan or whatever. You know, Satan just doesn't uh, 
he wants to destroy people, not necessarily bless them. And when he does bless them, it's usually for evil purpose, like selling drugs or <laughs> whatever the, whatever the fame, case is. Fame and fortune, just give me your soul. <laughs> right. And, and, and even in that, God is in control. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, we, we, uh, we were in a chat the other day, and we talked about Donald Trump versus Obama in the sense of who's better, blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, God put both of them in office for different reasons. God mm -hmm. is the only one that sets up kings and takes them down. And so the Obama basis was, of men. <laughs> yeah. So Obama's for a reason. Trump is for a reason. Now, whether that reason is good or bad, that's up to God. Mm -hmm. we're, just, we're just looking. We're observers. And whatever Trump does doesn't mean we agree with everything that he does, because I surely don't. But we're going to keep watching. And if he turns out to be something that we didn't think he was, then that's it. But God put him there. And if he turns out to be exactly who he says he is, same results. So that's just one. And then when it comes to spiritual warfare, context is very, very, very important. When you go to Ephesians and it's laying out spiritual warfare, go, you have to go to the Roman context. Like say, for instance, there's a door in the Roman uh, army. It's not a door. It's as big as a door. It's a shield. We're mm. talking about the flaming arrows of Satan here, right? Mm. So Paul is using some language that's military, right? Militaristic. And mm -hmm. he's talking about the shield. But in the Roman army, the shield is as big as a door, mm -hmm. right? And they would hold it up. But they first they would dip it in water. And some would say, well, that, the water is the Holy Spirit. Not there. It's mm -hmm. more of the word of God. Because when you study spiritual warfare, it's all about coming back to the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. And so... These flaming arrows from the enemies are coming to the door, but when they hit the door, it's already dipped in water. Psst, it's done. Mm -hmm. Very important to have historical context. Um, so let's move on, if you will. <laughs> then we have what's called the allegorical hermeneutic. Mm -hmm. This is basically where everybody should know what an allegory is. You, you mm -hmm. take something, you, you put a meaning to it that means something totally different, right? This could be good and it could be bad, right? So if somebody says, let's see, Noah's Ark is a picture of the church. Well, they didn't know about the church back then. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't know anything about it. But we could say, okay, look, God took them out of that. <clears throat> or God took them through it, whichever way, way you want to say it, you know. Um, and, and it's a, it's a glimpse of maybe a, a type of rapture, but it's not, it's not, this is not the church and there are other, there's worse, there's worse things, but because of these interpretation methods, what we, what we have now going through some of the charismatic community and other communities, we see them taking stuff out of context and saying, Oh, uh, oh, like you mentioned earlier, Oh, look, uh, somebody came and kissed Jesus. That means he was changing colors. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> just weird stuff, right? Yeah, where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so the allegory, allegorical interpretation, you can basically say anything you want and make it gospel. You know? I could say that I could say that um Egypt is a glimpse of today's world based on Zechariah 8, 5, this, that, and the other, mm -hmm. because when you go back to Matthew, it's, it's, it's saying the same thing, but I interpret it as this, 
and then you put it out to the world. Mm -hmm. And it's not true. Right? So that's why the literal, grammatical, historical is very important. That's yeah. the main method that has been used for centuries, but it has come to all these distortions. Allegorical, you get um, armenialism, you get preterism. Uh, if people don't know, preterists believe that um, most or all of, of, of Revelation has happened already under Vespasian, uh, the Roman Emperor, uh, and, and other people. And they, they can give you a whole list of things why they believe that, but it's really an allegorical interpretation. Mm -hmm. Right? So um, that's that. And there are other sections of Christianity that believe weird stuff too. Right? So let, let, me, let me back up a little bit. If you believe that the the everything happened in Revelation already, right? What happened to the seals? Well, they're going to say, well, they were wars, weren't they? Of course they were. But mm -hmm. if the if the tribulation actually happened, you would know. It's not going to yeah. be something just this yeah. a, a hot spot know. over here. You see, a, a third of the here. earth died. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's a thing called the Millennium Kingdom, Millennial Kingdom, Millennial. <laughs> where <laughs> Jesus is literally literally reigning from planet earth mm -hmm. they know that he's god they know this is a second company and also the earth gets renovated into garden of eden like condition mm -hmm. it's not perfect yet because god is going to redo the whole thing for sure mm -hmm. but we have peace we have you could have a lion as a pet you uh, a cat can you know rest on an alligator mm -hmm. whatever Almost back to uh, Garden of Eden-like conditions. I'm going to have me a dinosaur, I think. <laughs> hey, hey they, they can bring them back now. Might have yeah. one. But <laughs> He's going to restore um, all around. Maybe like a, a T-Rex. If that's, if that's not a hybrid, we'll, we'll get one. Hey. Mm. So, so understanding these literal things, because some pe people believe that uh, because of their belief in, you know, uh, Revelation, all that stuff happened. They believe that Christ is literally reigning from heaven, and that's it. Mm. But but when you read the, the scripture, it's obviously that's not what's going on there. Yeah, because right? everyone will come up to Jerusalem every year. Right. And all, all the, the yeah, all the little things we can say and, that just disproves it. Yeah. yeah. And then Satan is bound for that thousand years. Exactly. Obviously he's not bound right now. Right. So Absolutely. So, if anybody's Weird it out, understand there are different methods, and we're going through seven of them. I'm just going to give you details on a couple, okay? So, so far, we have literal, grammatical, historical. That's one interpretation. Then we have allegorical, another interpretation, which is bad. Um, then we have spiritual and mystic. They're one and the same. So, you're going to spiritualize the text to make it say that you, what you want to say, right? And... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this could mean something like this. The angels are all around me because scripture says so. And I can pray to the angels because over here, in this passage over here, this is what I interpret it to be. And so there's nothing wrong with me praying to an angel. But in scripture, you see that men do not worship angels. They yeah. shouldn't worship angels. And every time they're like, stop that. Yeah. And, and also it could be like this. 
Well, I'm sitting down in the park, and here comes a, a leaf falling down. Oh, that's a sign from God that everything is going to be all right. You over-spiritualize everything, and then you bring that into Scripture. Yeah, Wrong. If it was really a sign from God, it would have been a branch falling on your head. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> you up. Yeah, so we have, and this this sort of this sort of train of thought comes out of the New Age and other mystical, you know, ideologies. So be very careful of that too. Everything is oh, super spiritual. Sometimes it's not super spiritual at all. Um, and what you said earlier about uh, some people are taking things hyper literal, mm. you know, and that's also a dangerous way to go too. You have to have a balance, you know. I hate, sometimes I hate using that word because it comes out of Buddhism, but you know. Balance is good, and God has balance, right? He balanced your body to yeah, operate they, they a certain way. Yeah, they stole it. We're going to take it back. Right. He, mm. he balanced your body so it could operate in a certain way. Once it's off, something goes wrong, you get sick, whatever, right? Mm. The, the planets and the stars are aligned a certain way. Um, um, the earth, if it moves a certain degree, I mean, time literally moves a certain degree out of where God placed it, we either burn up or we freeze to death. Mm -hmm. So balance is, is in God's nature. Um, also, as far as the allegorical interpretation and misusing words, uh, this also goes into some of the flat earth community. I know it's different sections of flat earthers, but mm -hmm. some of them take a lot of scripture out of context. And I'll leave it there. Mm -hmm. um, then also what you have is uh, genre or uh, interpretation which you take a genre you make it seem seem like how you want it. like say for instance when somebody says the bible condones slavery the minute you say slavery they're going to think shackles and chains mm -hmm. and they're going to also think black right <laughs> yeah uh, and they're going to say that but it doesn't it doesn't um, support the slavery that you're thinking about sometimes it's about a, 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 a servant that lives mm -hmm. with the family and they're taken care of and you do not mistreat them. So we can't just go and make it say what we want to say. So that's another one, genre interpretation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, hyper, we put that into today's terms rather than the terms back then. In terms back then, you know, uh, a, a slave would be for, for seven years. So it was more like an employee with a yeah. contract. Uh, to work for you for seven years, and uh, hey, hey, if you liked it, you'd be, you know what, let's do this forever, and you, you get a permanent contract. A right. Yeah, and they could even get um, uh, uh, my brain right now. <laughs> they can get the come on, help me inheritance rights. Inheritance. There you go. Mm. The inheritance. And so, moving on, we have canonical. Canonical is basically what the Catholic Church and a bunch of cults do. They say, okay, you guys believe in the Bible? All right. We're going to interpret it for you. In fact, we're going to interpret it in Latin. And mm -hmm. you don't know Latin. <laughs> <laughs> right, wait, I do know this. Get on the bus. Get off the bus forever. Yeah. I know that one. <laughs> That's Latin, right? Yeah, right? So, mm -hmm. so uh, the Amish people also do this with the King James Bible. Yes. You're not really allowed to read this thing, but they're going to tell you when you come to Sunday service to listen to whoever's up there and their interpretation. Yes, and if so, it's different than the Bible, then you have to listen to them. Yeah, 
And so anyone, including Jehovah Witness, that takes these things and uses it against the people, like they, Jehovah Witness have their own uh, New World Translation of, mm -hmm. of basic corruption of the, the real Bible, which, sorry for them for doing that, but got consequences to face. Um, and they use that to, they use cult methodologies to, to um, basically indoctrinate their, their people. And that can, that's a whole study in itself. Uh, so beware when somebody says, oh, my interpretation is what it's supposed to be. And you can't say anything other than that. Right? Exactly. Now, the way we are as humans, if two people sit in a room, we're going to come up with two different thoughts. We're gonna we're gonna disagree on something we shouldn't even be disagreeing on. Right? How about like the old adage? You ever hear that one? When you, when you got two rabbis in a room, you got three opinions. There you go. Right. <laughs> so so that 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 where does that come from? Uh, that usually comes from our sin nature, because my thought has to trump yours, or because the way I think that's the way it's got to be. Exactly. Right? Um, so that's the sin nature. But when you're, when you're doing a real biblical study, even, in, even when you're following the literal, grammatical, historical, the real interpretation method, you still come out with anomalies because of the sin nature mm -hmm. of what I believe it is. And you're reading your own thoughts into it and, and all these things. So even in that, you still have disagreements. Uh, is, it, is it a month after the rapture, the world goes to, 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 to a mess? Or is it two days? Is it uh, three years later we have these disagreements because mm -hmm. right, that conjecture, we don't know. We don't know, yeah. right? That's and right. so um, then we got um, the complementary um, interpretation, and that's basically like they'll agree with, say, for instance, um, let's go rapture again. Uh, the rapture is imminent. It could happen at any moment. It could happen mm -hmm. 30 seconds from now. It could happen 10 years from now. Oh, I agree with that. But over here, we have this slight discrepancy that I think <laughs> mm -hmm. will work within this interpretation. So that's something that complementary. They'll complement what you believe, but they'll go behind that and bring up something else. And yeah, all of yeah. these, yeah, all of these interpretation methods have, except for the first, have the same consequence. You could take it anywhere you want to. Yeah. It, it, that lines right up with uh, that, you know, grace plus works kind of a thing, um, where in uh, Catholicism, yeah, yeah, Jesus kind of came and he did some nice things, but that was to get you in the door. But now you have to do X, Y, and Z. Right. You yeah. really want to earn your way into heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of the, the same thing, but in, in interpretation, where, yeah. hey, I'll take what God said, but... It, it's not quite good enough, and I know a little better, so I'm going to add something to You're it. Right, exactly. It's okay. Yeah, and that shows you how satanic it is. Even though the person might not think they're working on the auspice of Satan, right, it's still satanic because you're bringing in more things. You're bringing back the old religion of do, uh, do to get salvation, do to get a thing, say a word to get a thing, and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, then the last one is... Sorry, no, we have two more. One is theological interpretation. So you kind of interpret, interpret it the way you want to. It's the same thing, okay? It's the same thing. Yeah. And, and then we have psychological interpretation. Basically, what this equals out to is mind control, all right? Yeah. You, you mess yeah. with people's psychology. It's a really by, good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting this book. You ever seen the book of Eli? 
the book of, I heard about it. I haven't dug okay, into it. Okay, well, in that movie, they were battling over who's going to own the Bible. Um, ah. The one person was trying to protect this book, right? His name is Eli. Mm-hmm. And no one really knew what the book was in the beginning of the movie. And then we found out it was a Bible. So what the villain in the, in the book, in the, the, the uh, movie did, is he was using the Bible to control people. Basically a, a dystopian cult. Mm-hmm. He, was gonna, he, he wasn't using it. He was going to use it. It was valuable, precious. And I could use this to control the people. Basically what they're saying is this is what religion does. That's what, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what they're trying to say. Even though that's not totally true. And so he had to protect this book. He had to kill people to get this book to, uh, I think, New York, where they had uh, a depository for books that are ancient. And uh, the Bible now, at the end of the movie, was set right next to the Quran and, <laughs> and all yeah. the other the Vedas and all this stuff. They're not equal, but, you know, you know the message. But anyway, the <clears> point <throat> is that they were trying to use the Bible to control people. And there was a big fuss about it. And that's what, that's what the movie is about. And so... When you play these mind games, like all these cults, they have, they, they have certain methodologies that, that you have to be... You know what's sad? One of the methodologies is to shower people with love. Oh, yeah. And what do we do when, when people come to church? Mm-hmm. We hug them, we shake hands, we greet them. And, but they take yeah, that and they... Yeah, they take that, but they raise it 10 times. Mm-hmm. And so the people are like, this, can't, this cannot be wrong. You remember Two and a Half Men? Yeah. All right, you remember the kid that was on that show? Mm-hmm. All right. He met with a dude named Forerunner777. He's on, on, um, on YouTube. I used to listen to his videos, but then I saw some stuff that were off. But anyway, he's a uh, Seventh-day Adventist. And I know people have different opinions about Seventh-day Adventists. They're real, they're not. They're a cult, okay? <laughs> it all depends on what you if you're in this cult and you believe certain things that they believe you are in a cult you're not saved sorry mm-hmm. um but this kid was hanging out with forerunner and he says i don't know what the fuss is about seven day adventists they're nice guys and mm-hmm. this is how you gauge it because, because supposedly supposedly he came to christ you understand so mm-hmm. it, it's a dangerous game with with and i'm not saying like forerunner is playing a mind game on him Understand? Mm-hmm. But the, the structure of this cult is a mind game. Mm-hmm. You have um, Ellen G. Wright, which her teachings are above the Bible. And maybe not yep. all of them think this, but that's what it is, right? That's what's yeah, in the, well, in the according doctrine. According to the, the theology, yes, it yes. is. Maybe not and, the people, but if you go to the church, that's what it is. Yeah, because you're going to see all, whether it's Jehovah's Witness or Seventh Day, you're going to see different opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the foundations, she supposedly got a revelation from God, and it was, or was it a vision? Either, I think it was a vision. Okay. And in this vision, there's the Ten Commandments, and God highlighted, supposedly, the um, yeah, worship, on the the yeah. <laughs> worship on the, the Sabbath. Worship on the Sabbath. I mean, wait a minute, I thought all the t- commandments are important to God. These, yeah. This is the moral law. We all have to keep the Ten Commandments. But Saturday, so you're going to lift this day above everything else, all the other commandments, and then worship on that day. Yeah, exactly, right? And (laughs) and then um, you're going to... Okay, so what they say is that in the Catholic Church in Rome, they had 
a Sunday law, which is true, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to worship on Sunday. Um, and so now when you worship on Sunday, you have the mark of the beast and you worship the sun god, right? Now let's take that logic, right? Mm-hmm. If Saturday is named after Saturn, mm-hmm. which goes back to Satan, then you're worshiping Saturn. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. So no. once you start to break down the meanings, um, you have to define the terms all the time with these cults and, and whoever else, you know? If somebody says they come and they, they believe in grace, okay, tell me what you think grace means. Because for the Mormons, it's something totally different. Mm-hmm. They believe in, some of them anyway, be, no, they do believe in this. Father God and Mother God. Mm-hmm. That, that goes all the way back to Kabbalah. And I think Gnosticism. The, the, the demon that came, to, the moron, the moroni, that came to... <laughs> Mor- moroni. <laughs> that, that, came to, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that came to Joseph Smith, just gave him old witchcraft. That's all he mm-hmm. did. And so, but if we don't define the terms, we can't, we don't know what we're dealing with. Especially if you look at all this um, um, social justice going on, right? Who made it up? an Italian, you know, um, revolutionist. And we, I think we covered that before. Yep. But if you don't define that term for people, how are they going to know what, what's really going on there? How are they going to know it's connected to socialism, to communism, to Marxism, whatever schism you want to make up, right? Pick one. You got to be able to define the terms. If you don't define the terms, you'll always get sucked into something that you didn't think you'd be a part of. Exactly. And that's, and this is another reason, this is the next stepping stone here, is why are people so confused about the end times, confused mm-hmm. about the rapture, confused about um, so many biblical things? We just covered it. It's interpretation. And if you look, when you, when you go on YouTube, listen, YouTube, the internet is a microcosm of what's out there in the world. Because some of the things I hear on YouTube, I've never heard in my life from pastors. I'm like, what like, are Jesus you saying? <laughs> that too. So these th- these these things have already they've been out there for a while. These anomalies they've been out there for a while, but some of us weren't exposed to them. Now the whole world can be exposed to false teachers and good teachers. And you have to be careful going on YouTube and searching for biblical stuff. You, you, if you don't know some of the names like Chuck Mistler and other people, um, you get very confused because. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes I've been on people's channel and they sound okay. I'm like, yeah, you're solid, man. Yeah. And then he said something. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's not right. And then we turn yeah. into giant lizards. Wait, wait. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and, and, and these anomalies are everywhere. So, and I'm not saying like um, any solid Bible, Bible teacher is 100% right on every single no. thing. No, but, but you, can, you can tell. Yeah, exactly. It, it lines up with scripture like crazy. Now, mm-hmm. we, might, we might have a debate on whether the apostasy is the rapture or the apostasy is actually, uh, you know, the, the people leaving the faith. We can have a debate about that. But, you know, it's a theory, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? And, and that's the thing. When, uh, if there is the difference, it's obviously because we are very blind at this point and uh, we are in front of it. If, if it was... If we're behind it, 
Well, once it, once it gets behind us, obviously, um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So, yeah. to to wrap up your thoughts, I think it kind of goes like this: as, as I try and explain it to everybody in a concise mm. way, um, Satan cannot create anything new. Right. Simply cannot. He's not creative. Yeah. He doesn't have that ability. The only thing he can do is lie and twist things that are true. Okay. To, yeah. to to a falsity. Matter of fact, that's what the word wicked means, is to twist. Yeah. Uh, that's get a wicker basket, because it's all twisted together. The word wicked means twisted. Okay? So he'll take a truth and he'll say, did God really say that? Right, exactly. Surely you will. So he didn't make up anything new. He took what God mm -hmm. said, and oh, you're, you'll be like, God, if you eat that fruit, you go ahead and eat it. But he didn't make up something new. You know, like there wasn't this new thing that he made. He took what God made and he twisted it. Okay, and that's what he's been doing ever since. And uh, I liken it to uh, a giant box of marbles. Okay, you have one yeah. blue marble in there, right? And then it's only the one. And then you get a whole millions and millions of green marbles and you throw them in the box. Okay. Now your job is to go through each one and try and find the blue marble. So what yeah. happens is he, he doesn't necessarily have to um, just take that one thing. He just throws a million different things at you to try and get you confused enough to not look anymore. Yes. And that's um, kind of where everything lands here. He's trying to get people confused enough to not look anymore. And let me just polish it up with Second Peter 1. And it's 19 and 20. And this will wrap up what you were just saying, this whole thing. Uh, Peter, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shines in a dark place. So prophecy is a light that shines in a dark place. Until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. So he says, keep looking at the prophecies, keep interpreting them. It's a light shining in there until the mm -hmm. day dawns in your hearts. Knowing yeah. this first, here's the key, that no prophecy of, of the scripture is of any private interpretation. interpretation. It's no private. It's not yours. Yeah. It goes out of there. If it's in there, it's in the word, not in yeah. your head. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's where it is. It's in the scriptures. The interpretation is in the scripture. And if you're if you're outside of that, you got some issues. Yes. And and on top of that, I just want to add to what you're saying before I get to this meat thing right here. <laughs> is the Holy Spirit guides us. Mm. There's sometimes, I'll tell you, this one time, I, I, I went to go watch the movie Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you should watch it or shouldn't watch it. Here's the point. I went to the theater about four times. I was very excited about this movie, the, the special effects, the story I thought was great, right? And then I was about to go blast it on, on the internet, on Facebook and stuff, how great this movie was. And I kid you not... Something came into my heart. Are you telling them about me? Hmm. It wasn't an audible voice, but that's what it said. Mm. And, it, and it made me feel cringy. 
Like you're right, Lori. You're right. And I didn't I didn't promote it. And later on you find out that Superman is really a picture of the Antichrist. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> so um not the soup. <laughs> Talk about bizarro so, world. Yeah. I know, right? So so here it is, right? Like you just mentioned Satan, right? Satan is he was the highest created being. He was in he was had the highest prestigious position. Mm -hmm. Um he could have been serpentine looking, um, based on the characters that we know, the, the Nakash and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. in scripture. Um he also had the pipes and the stones. The stones reflected the uh presence of God, right? Mm -hmm. He goes insane. Well, Chris, what do you mean he goes insane? Well, he went insane. He left his position. That's insane. And he keeps doing the same thing over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Hoping right? for a result. Yeah. And he knows that God is eternal. He knows that he cannot be God, but he wants to have that position. He wants to rule over the angels. He wants to be on the mountain of God and all these things that we can mention from Ezekiel, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a little thing I wrote in a paper. I'll just give you one paragraph. The works of the spirit of darkness are the combination of Satan's growing construct of confusion and leading the planet from diverse paths into one stream of thinking, humanism. Through the satanic lie of evolution, scientism, atheism, and other trains of imagination, a growing sector of humanity has been trained that humanity will build a utopia if we can all get along. Humanity can wipe out plagues, aging, famine, diseases, crime, racism, bad weather, and all of the symptoms of a fallen world while being hypocritical in many ways. Abortion, the murder of innocent babies being one of them. This altruistic idea will not lead to a sublime world where butterflies will sing and eternal life will flourish through technology and worship of the earth. The insane notion that humankind can better itself will lead to a scientific technocratic dictatorship that will also culminate in a global government completed by the master of deception, a global religion that he will declare himself as God wiping out all other religions, a global financial system ran by the technocratic elite and artificial intelligence. All of this while God starts to pour out his wrath on the unbelieving world for seven years nonstop. Mm -hmm. The recompense. And so there's a lot of blind leading the blind going on in the world in many different aspects. But who's at the top? Lucifer. And this is where we can get into Luciferians. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go there. <laughs> There have always been cults. There have always been evil because Satan introduced... Sin started in heaven, not on earth. It started in heaven. Satan brought his thing down here, fooled us, and you know where it's gone since then, right? Mm -hmm. And the sin that fell on Adam, that's what we all have in us until we you know, are saved from Jesus. Sorry, it's not saved from Jesus, saved by Jesus. Mm -hmm. And yet... We still live in these sinful bodies, 
So we're not rid of it yet because we're saved. We just have a different spirit, different heart, and we can yield to the Holy Spirit. And he leads us and changes us. But until we get our new bodies, we still got to battle with sin. Mm -hmm. But for the unbelieving world, it's a problem. And this yep. is why we have all these issues going on. I don't care if it's George Floyd or uh, evil dictator or um, weapons of dis mass Those destruction. statues. <laughs> all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And the problem with talking about Luciferians is people don't want to believe. Mm. They don't want to believe that there are people in secret planning things not only for the world, but for, you know, you know, America, right? This is a book called The Power Elite. That's their name. Mm -hmm. They don't go by the Illuminati all the time, if they even still do. Mm. The Power Elite or The Order. Oh, this book is also by Dr. Dennis Cuddy. I recommend you reading anything he writes. Right? This book, you can get it for $3, you can get it for $5, sometimes 10 it's an easy read, uh, 176 pages. You can read this in one day. Now, the thing about secret societies it always go. It all it goes back to Babylon, goes back to Egypt, and all. They always had secret societies. The magicians, uh, they operated in secret. You can't. Why do you think that magicians don't like to show their tricks? It's not because they're pulling a rabbit out of a hat. That's mm -hmm. that's not even. That's not the real witchcraft we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. They're talking to spirits. The spirits are guiding them. You know, the Holy Spirit's spirit guides us, mm -hmm. right? And he lives in all of us that are saved. Those other spirits can't do that, right? So they have to multiply their ideologies around the world through mystic arts and all these other things, right? Mm -hmm. And so as we see, as we saw in Egypt with, um, with Moses... They had their little cabal there, right, of magicians, and they would try to uh, mimic what God was doing. But it, after a while, I was like, hey, you can't do nothing, right? <laughs> he ate your staff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so um, also, this is a side note, but I got to say it. In Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, people always forget the surrounding cities, mm -hmm. they were judged not just because of homosexuality. They were wicked, right? Mm -hmm. And when you read the passages, I can't say the exact passages now, but go ahead and start reading the story. The men, the women, and the children came out to have relations with two mm -hmm. angels. They knew they weren't regular humans. Yep. They knew it. And that shows you it's a reflection of Genesis 6. But that desire for sex magic was there. Aleister Crowley didn't make this up. It was back <laughs> then too, right? Now, that's that same thing. That's why I mentioned this is is interlined into the um, the secret societies, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about fraternities and sororities, they have principalities over them. Yes. And, like, one will wear what's called the Minerva. Minerva is a goddess of this or that, right? Mm -hmm. So when you, skull and bones, all this stuff, it's always something weird, right? Skull and bones. <laughs> um, and there's meaning behind that, but we're not going to go there now. So, all right, so Luciferians, they obviously worship Lucifer, right? 
Mm-hmm. And if they're worshiping Lucifer, guess what? They want to get rid of you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Satan wants. And he yep. wants to control the world by any means necessary. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so, a caveat. Uh, as a born-again believer, if you know your word, they're powerless against you. But they, they have power over other people, and they make those people do things. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just go down a little bit. Not to get too confusing or whatever, just try to get the very concise here. People read about the Illuminati, but like I said, that train of thought goes back further, all the way back to Babylon, right? Um, they, 1776, they're born just like our country, but that doesn't mean because our country is born in 1776, that means we belong to the Illuminati. It's just a date, okay? Mm-hmm. The Masons at the time, they are not the same exact Masons of today. Mm. The Illuminati became friends with them after they came over from Bavaria, and they infiltrated through friendship, and then they took it over. Mm. And from so there, the, the Illuminati took over the Masons. Mm. Okay. And then you know, became this. You know, it was already a social club. And then it became what what we see today with mysticism and mm-hmm. all sorts of weird symbology that goes back to Lucifer and all this other stuff. You ha- you also had um, the Hellfire Club. If anybody's out there that that have read X Men comics, this was in the X Men comic. But that it wasn't some great invention by some writer. It belong. It it already existed long ago. So they took that concept and put it in the X Men comics, and they became this club of deceit, right? Um, so you see all of this starts, it, it splinters off into different factions around the world. You got the, um, the OTO, you have the um, Rosicrucians, mm-hmm. was the Scottish Rites, the Elk Lodge, Masons, Fraternity, Sorority, blah, 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 Eastern Stars. It's over 100, okay? Probably even more than that. What about and the Knights of Columbus? Knights of Columbus. Um, there's so many. Mm-hmm. There's so many. But we have to understand that this is a network. And not all of them. Shriners. Mm. Shriners. Why do they wear the red hat? That's the blood of the Christians. Mm-hmm. And you see them have these, uh, what do you call those swords? Arabian swords? Yep. That has to go back to something else too, right? Yep. <laughs> and who are the ones that started not started. Let me not say the wrong thing. Who are the ones, the main pre- perpetrators of slavery as we know of it today? <laughs> Muslims. Exactly. Mm. And they kill way they more. Kill white people. Yeah, they kill mm. way more black people than anything happened in America. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, all 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 ethnicities have been, you know, enslaved at one time mm-hmm. or another, and it's still going on today. I think we mentioned that last time. So yeah, let's I think that. there's even more now than ever in history. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, but then, you know, you might be right because when you count child sex trafficking and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. Um, so what, what's the point of bringing up secret societies? Like I said, their, their name is the Power Elites, also known as the Illuminati or the Order or the Bilderbergs or the Globalists um, and, other, and other names, right? Mm-hmm. They have a massive network, massive. I'm, I'm talking about even some of the stores that you go to, 
they're connected in some way, right? It doesn't mean that the CEO of this store necessarily knows or the, because um, CEOs are, aren't, aren't always the founders, mm -hmm. people that actually know business. Um, it doesn't mean that the employee at the register knows, okay? So let's not take it out of context. Right. So th the point is that they have massive networks around the planet with an education. We named some of the, 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 uh, the organizations earlier um, on the last show. Uh, so we have to go over those again. But they have massive networks. And when you see these people come together, like in G20 or whatever, it's, it's, uh, it's a conference, right? Mm -hmm. And here we make policy for the globe, United Nations, that's a part of the network. You go all the way to California, you're in the Redwoods, what is it called again? Um, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? They do. You did that in the In the Redwood Forest, California, Bohemian Grove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. People <laughs> go there and make policy. Stole it out of my head when you did that. <laughs> People go there and make policy. Now, listen... Anyone that wants to research this stuff, it's easy to find, but you, mm -hmm. sometimes you have to buy some books, but you got to be careful where you're getting that information because some people, again, take it out of context and mm -hmm. sp spiral it off into all sorts of other things that's not really there. So be careful. Um, it's, it's, it's not something that's so mystifying, but when you go and, and try to dig, you're going to find some really dark stuff. I mean stuff I don't even mention on my program, <laughs> yeah. right? Once you start worshiping Lucifer, it's possible you could eat feces. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's true. It's they possible. do some strange things. Yeah, it's possible that the digestion of baby stuff, okay, mm -hmm. is very possible. I'm trying to keep it as clean as possible, dude. Mm. <laughs> the people that you see that won't get arrested for anything they do, mm. they're involved in this stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay? Because everyone's definitely afraid of them. Yeah. When, when you see... Okay, let me get, break a misconception out there. There's so much Illuminati talk on YouTube, it, it, it's watered down the meaning. Mm. And it and it, it now makes it seem like it's just crazy, right? And so goal, and they probably do that on purpose. It's possible. Mm. When you when you see somebody like Jay Z and Beyonce, they're mm. not Illuminati. They're not tied at the hip with the Illuminati. They're yeah. tied at the hip in Satanism, mm -hmm. for sure, and so and other things like that, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean that Jay Z's making moves and. And calling shots for this country. No, he's just a yeah. pawn. Yeah. Right? In a Luma wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he took up the Rockefeller name. Don't know why he did that, but I'm suspecting he knows something, you know? Mm -hmm. Anybody look up the Rockefeller Foundation and anybody that, that belongs to them, you'll find a lot of interesting stuff, um, including what's going on today, including what went on with feminism, including what went on with abortion, and on and on and on and on. So the, the, there's a book called The 13 Bloodlines of the Illuminati. I haven't finished mm -hmm. reading it, but what I could tell you is the CIA has this book on their website, and you can find it. Look up 13 line, Bloodlines of the, of the Illuminati, and you will find a CIA link. Hmm. Does it mean something? Maybe. Maybe not. I think it does. Got to ask right? Kevin about that. Mm. <laughs> so 
uh, this book. Um, I can't remember the guy that said he wrote it, but the other dude took it from him. So I'm not going to mention the name. I'm not even going to mention the author. You figure it out for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But the story goes that he stole that information from off the guy's desk with a girlfriend. Don't know how true it is. Whatever. But the, the information in it is true. Uh, then you, you, there's a family in there called the Pesors. I, th it's said that they're above the Rockefellers, above the Rothschilds, and they mm -hmm. own more stuff. Yeah, um, so that's why the they want to keep secret. Yeah, you have Rockefellers, Rothschild, DuPont, McDonald's, and on and on and on. So, Luciferians control the world. Okay? Control your money through banking. They're the same ones that helped found the Federal Reserve. Um, the book is called The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mm. You want to check that book out if you, if you want to find some information. So, yes, they're real. The, the organizational structure is real. But here's the thing. And this is kind of where we left off last time. Do not forget the spiritual connection mm -hmm. never forget that because if you go to burning man you guys need to check out game of gods by carl tycrib yeah carl tycrib he, he's got a couple shows on here look through there okay uh, get a link to his uh books as well yeah because if you believe that this stuff that's going on is not spiritual you're out of touch with, with god <laughs> out of touch mm -hmm. when you go to burning man when you go to United Nations meetings and stuff like that, they, they let out some of this information. The, 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 how you call them? The people into witchcraft, the occult. The people into mm -hmm. the occult, they're democratic, most of them. Not all, most of them. Um, and they say the things that we're antithetical to, mm -hmm. they're for, meaning abortion. A woman's right to choose. Um... <laughs> I can name a lot of political. They even call them. They call themselves Democrats in the in some of the pamphlets I've seen. They're for environmentalism because that's what witchcraft is built on: environmental, uh, goddess worship, yep. tree worship. Uh, they worship the creature more than the creator. Exactly, fertility goddesses Diana, Astarte, Isis. Artemis, Wonder Woman, Miss Marvel, all the same, okay? <laughs> uh, this book is called The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow. And this is by, oh, I said, The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow, The New Age Movement, and Our Coming Age of Barbarism. What do we see? Mm -hmm. This was written in the 80s. I think it was 83, if I'm not mistaken. You guys have fact-checked me on that, like Facebook. But um, it was a <laughs> number one bestseller at, a at the time, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read where I've never left. I've read this page, and I've never read the rest of the book. I'm going to read it, but I didn't need to because the spiritual foundation lies right here. Boom. The rainbow. Although the rainbow seems to be only a colored arc of light refracted through raindrops to both Christians and New Agers, it has a deeper, a deep meaning. According to the Bible, the rainbow is symbolic of God's everlasting covenant that he 
would never again destroy the earth by flood. However, the New Age movement uses rainbows to signify their building of the rainbow bridge, Antakarana, between man and Lucifer, who, they say, is the oversoul. New Agers place small rainbow decals on their automobiles and bookstores as a signal to others in the movement. Some people, of course, use the rainbow as a decoration, unaware of the grown popular acceptance of its occult meaning and hidden dangers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we believe that the homosexual movement is the one that adopted the rainbow. No, it came out mm-hmm. of New Age. And so they yeah, use this right to... It's all the same. Exactly. It leads them into all of this, whatever. So let me break down something for you guys. The Rainbow Bridge. Where have you heard of that before? Where? Where? Let me think. Where? Oh, Thor. Mm. Norse mythology. Mm. How do you but think I Thor, feel? <laughs> Thor is Baal. Mm-hmm. The storm god. The prince. Yep. The power of the air. That's where we get Thursday from. Yeah. Thursday. Exactly, right? And the the bridge is called the Antakarana. And so they call him the Oversoul. There's a video game. I think it might have already come out where you get to raise the Oversoul. Oh. Yeah. Does it really work with the video game? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I hope oh, not. To practice it anyway. I feel, feel sorry for those people trying to conjure up the oversoul. Yeah. Don't do that. He's going to eat you. <laughs> so people have to, have to really understand Satan's nature and how he, he spreads his influence around the globe in many different aspects. We're talking about religion, cults, blah, 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 blah. Having this information is vital in our times and even then not above the bible now don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but it's information that connects a few uh things uh because once you understand the terms like i said before you're able to talk to people and explain to them what's really going on and and when we get into tech in, 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 a, in a minute if we, have, we if we still have time you're gonna see the same thing right because mm-hmm. like i said from burning man to Paganicon, that's when uh, um, Carl Tyker introduced that name to me, and, and, and other things. Yeah, he just came back from the UN thing, too. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah. And it's not, it's not just New Age. It's Hinduism, yep. Buddhism, because remember now, Satan is building a world that will uh, combine all religions except for true christianity which should be gone by the time all of this comes in place they've been trying to do this combination since the 80s um and i think a little bit before that but publicly on television in the 80s right Mm -hmm. and so we're seeing everybody marching to the beat of the same drum which also combines satanic the satanic doctrine of marxism so we have, we have the Gnostics, right? Mm-hmm. From there we got Kabbalah, right? Mm-hmm. And from there we get the Protocols of Zion. Yep. But before that, let me go back a little bit. It is long too. In, in, in Greece, you had Plato, which, and he had Plato's Republic, which has some things in there that reflects fascism, 
or dictatorship. So we have that too. Then now protocols design. From there we get Marxism, socialism, communism, blood, 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 blood. Exactly what Satan wants. Blood, Leninism, yeah. all these dictators, whatever. Yeah, the life is in the blood, so that's where he steals it from. Right. He's basically and trying Satan, to keep himself yeah. living another day. Yeah, and Satan must spill blood. He must defile innocence. He must uh, degenerate women. He, he attacked Eve first. Hello. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a pattern of his, right? When Anywhere you see a cult or sin that's uncontrolled, you see blood or you see defiling of things. Like, say, for instance, the rape of minors. The mm -hmm. rape of, forget minors, for the rape of the young. Sexual abuse, orgies, all these things, right? Yep. Every single time. When you hear about a pastor doing this stuff, he's not a pastor. He's a wolf. Exactly. And so all these things will help, unfortunately, bring persecution to Christianity. Because some people out, somebody out there is going to have a wise idea to connect it all to Christianity. Because of a, uh, a, a father, a priest with, you know, we can have that debate about Catholicism. But, yeah. And um, they use the term, oh, the faithful. The faithful yeah. have gathered. <laughs> right. And you have um, Jehovah Witness that there's a lot of abuse in Jehovah Witness. Yeah. You just do the research. You can find it. Okay? Yeah, for yourself. Uh, want to get yeah. in it. So, it's everywhere. Unfortunately, child abuse, sexual abuse is rampant in families as well. And only God knows how to, to um, break that all apart and make it make sense. Because mm -hmm. um, you never know the religious action behind certain things, you know? We have to be aware, because some people are probably wondering, why are we paying attention to all this stuff? Don't we need to just write, read our Bibles and go to church and be good? Well... Um, no. Yeah, we, we need to expose the darkness. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Bible is yeah. violence and with the violent take yeah. it back by force. Right. The, the Bible shows us history mm -hmm. before it even happened. Yeah. And history as it was. With and, precise 100% accurate details. Yeah. And things to come that have never failed. Never. <laughs> right? And if we don't go back and search history, we repeat the same things. That's why they want to, you know, erase our history. I think yep. we covered some of that last time. Yeah, they, so, if they take down the statues and no one asks what they're about, and then we wind up doing the same nonsense. Yeah. And, and you know, you talk to some people sometimes. I'm not expecting everybody to know everything, because I don't, right? Mm -hmm. But I think you should be able to touch on something. Some people have weaker stomachs and heart than other people. I get that. Totally get that. Um, it's a matter of... Uh, not necessarily whether you are aware of something, but if mm. you're willing to learn about it. Right. Because, you know, so someone, you tell somebody and they're like, no, no, you're wrong. You don't want to do that. And uh, forever on social media, you got the naysayers. You, you can put up a thousand different things that show you the truth, truth, truth. And, mm. you know, God forbid they find one that's got a little mistake over here in the sentence. And they're like, right. they're all, yeah. it's, they don't want to hear. They're willingly ignorant. And if I yes. can interject there, so write down your thought and hold on to that. And I'm going to mm. say Romans chapter 1, 
uh, we'll start at 16. And this is indicative of the world we're in today. Yeah. Uh, for, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So righteousness is revealed faith to faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truths in unrighteousness. Okay, so this is saying to us quickly the wrath of God. So the things we're seeing is actually the punishment because people had that reprobate mind. So mm -hmm. we think uh, as Christians, we think that uh, what they're doing is, is punish a bull. Mm -hmm. When in fact, this is the punishment for them not holding God in righteousness. Yeah. Okay? yeah. The, so I'll read it again. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had showed it to them. They know there's a God. They know he's good. They know he created everything. And he, they turned against him, hence they're getting all this punishment, the riots, the Marxism, the, the homosexuality, the, the blood yeah. suffering, the, the abortion. Yeah. Uh, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. You can see creation in earth, in everything that's around you. You can see creation, he's saying. Right. Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, though they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. They thought they knew better than God. Oh, I know yes. God. I'm better. <laughs> uh, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man and the birds and the four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through yeah. the hearts of their lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their bodies between themselves who change the truth of god into a lie and who worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever this is clearly what we're seeing today yeah uh, for this cause god gave them over to vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of women, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly. And receiving in themselves that recompense that their error, which was meat, which was good for them. Mm. That's what you mm. get. Yeah. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Okay, and then it goes on the whole list, being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them.
that's today, brother. Yeah, absolutely. If 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 um if people don't know why the wrath of God is coming to this planet, this is where you get your first look right here. Yeah, um, this is the wrath. Yeah, you also get a you also get a glimpse in Colossians three, mm. right? So if this is their punishment right now, what is it going to look like when the seven year tribulation starts? When the <laughs> first seal is open, yeah. you realize that this is not. You're not when the tribulation actually starts. You're not gonna guess if it started or not. Yeah, there, there, there's no wondering. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it, the, the wrath of God starts pouring out immediately. You're gonna seven know. years nonstop. You're gonna, know it's, a yeah. you're gonna know it's a tribulation. You don't yeah. have to. Yeah, and 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 here's another thing too. I hear people say, "Well, you know, it's gonna be three and a half years of peace." Really? Not from what I read. Mm. And I never hear. I never see you say that. Yeah. You know, people are going to be wanting a savior. They're going to get their savior in the form of the Antichrist. But a lot of people that are unsaved, but are not sold out to Lucifer will get saved. They will reject the system, reject his mark, reject the number of his name. And then uh, to whoever can, um, helps them to get converted, they'll be converted, whether it's the angel whether it's um, the two witnesses, whoever, right? Uh, and then from there, slaughter, slaughter, slaughter. The beheaded, slaughter, hanging out. How long, Lord? Right. So Satan is angry, but, he, but the, his, his full anger doesn't come until he goes up in war in heaven. And then Michael defeats him. And then he comes down with great wrath to slaughter the Jewish people. So we're going to have a second... Um, Jewish Holocaust, I'm not going to kill all of them, but mm. well, two all of them died. Time. It was one yeah. third this time, two thirds this time. Two thirds. And so we have to have a real gauge on Bible prophecy, Bible teaching when it comes to this stuff, because when, when we start having a conversation about technology, drones, artificial intelligence, you know, there's one teacher that um, he started talking about um, technology. Mm -hmm. And and I don't even follow this guy. I don't. I think he's sort of a false teacher. Okay, but he started to hammer home about tech and what it means, and he lost half of his audience. Mm. Half. Wow! Like, wow! They just don't understand, do they? Hmm. Yeah, well, that's what it is. You know, the weed from the terrors, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 thing about tech is so closely knit. It's like threads to the to the um, to the the seven year tribulation. It ain't funny, and we've been trained through social Darwinism to accept it mm. because anybody that's deeply absorbed in technology will tell you that it's the closest thing to magic. Yeah, and I I think I said this on the first show. If you uh, if you do the etymology on tech, it leads back to Wicca. And mm -hmm. those are, those, I, I found this out from Paul McGuire and I had to go research it for myself. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I was like, no way. The Paul could take days. That's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, um, people have to understand, and we probably have to come back to this, because I know, I don't know how much time we got left, but um, well, we're going to have to like do a whole show on Neftech. <laughs> yeah. 
so uh, this is a good starting point. Yeah. Because the pe people, who the ones that don't know, listen, I know there are well-meaning people out there mm -hmm. that have a skewed version of eschatology. They're telling you right now the seals are open. They're telling you right now that the tribulation has started. They're telling you all sorts of stuff. Mm. No. Because this is, we're in a period, yes, it's dark. I get it. Christians are getting slaughtered in, in Africa and, and being talked, again, talked against in other nations. I get it. But um, here's the thing. Even though persecution is on the rise and we're living in the time of the worst persecution in history, it's still not the tribulation. Yeah. So we're close because we're still here. We're still restraining. Right. So we have to be very careful because what we do is we, we, we swallow this teaching. And even though in, say, a video or so, they might have some great, great information, great information. But when it comes to God's word, they're off base. And that's a serious problem because you're going to end up teaching somebody else the mm. same thing. Yeah, and then it permeates. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and you might not be a false teacher, but you're throwing around false teaching. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that simple, you yep. know. Um, and anyone out there, I really, I try to challenge people all the time to look this up all the time. Go and search the origins of the post-trib rapture. Go and search the audience of the mid-trib rapture. Not mm -hmm. the audience, the, the, the origins. Origins, Go right. and search the origins of the pre-wrath. You will find that most of it is brand new. Mm -hmm. In the realm and, of things, yeah. Yeah, and, and they were... All these people didn't like the preacher position for whatever reason. And they made up their own uh, version. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah, lines really the minds. Why? Satan blinds so, the minds. And what is what does he cause? The church warring with itself. Yeah. Warring with itself. I can't tell you, this is several groups I've been thrown out of. We don't teach the pre-trib rapture here. <laughs> you know, now I got I gotta give it. I do have a couple friends. Um, you know, you you sure wins. Uh great guy, and you know, we, we differ on that. Yeah. Uh, but we're still friends. That's <laughs> you know, good. That's good. We we yeah. iron the things out. Hey, let me hear your view. Why do you think mm. that? That's that's yeah. a proper way to do it. And I know yeah. uh, you know Jamie uh, is not necessarily rapture uh, centric either. But we're mm -hmm. still best buddies, and we still know what we need to do as the body of Christ. Yeah. And we will iron these things out. My concern with that is if you're not ready, uh, you know, are you going to be one of the five virgins that isn't going? Yeah. Yeah, I don't th necessarily think you lose your salvation at that point, but you kind of miss the wedding supper. But yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother study. Yeah. And it, that's another thing, too. Can you mm -hmm. lose your salvation? I mean, I'm not going to go far into it. Right. But here's a question. Can you be unborn again? Uh, so. The only thing I can think, he says, you know, man who puts his uh, hand to the plow and then turns mm. away. So mm. I don't think he could be unborn again, but I think he does allow you to walk away. Uh, then that becomes a question. And, but but here's, the, here's the answer to that. 
I mm. wish I remember the verse right now, but it's in First John. Okay. They left us because it was made manifest that they were never of us. Right. So they so were never that, saved. That would be it. They weren't there to begin with. Right. Exactly. There's only three. You're not saved. You're saved, or you're pretending. Yeah. <laughs> and the pretenders have big problems because they're going to be surprised whether they die or whether yeah. they rapture. But did, didn't I cast out the dead? Yeah. Like the mighty words. Exactly. And All Jesus goes, and you are... Exactly. I never knew you. Sorry, <laughs> evildoer. Yeah, and it's sad. Well, this is my house and you can't commit. Yeah. So And, and, and um, it's great that you can have fellowship with Christians that believe a little different. Mm. But I always challenge anyone to go to... The, I love going to the origins of things because mm. I want to know. And you know what I get sometimes? Not all the time. Sometimes I get, you're looking into it too much. <laughs> you're looking into it so deep. I'm like, you don't want to know? Sorry, I'm a Berean. <laughs> you know, I've always been a pre-tripper, but there was one time when I was almost sliding to post. Ah. Just sliding just a little bit. Yeah, I, I was kicking but, around like no rapture for a while, and then I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, so it was a, a a church I was at, and they're like, "Oh, there's no rapture. That's a fake teaching." And I was like, "Yeah, what?" <laughs> and then what happened there? And then was, I looked, and there it was. And I, yeah. I, I I consulted my pastor, mm. and he's explained some things to me, but I wanted to know more. That thank God he came out with a book and a DVD about the yeah. whole thing, explaining it every. Every every part is sixteen DVDs. That should help. And I, because I wanted to know why I believe what I believe, but since I've been taught differently, sometimes Mm -hmm. my mind is confused. So now I know the scriptures and what they really mean, and da 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 da. And like, okay, this is taken out of context. That's taken out of context. This is the right. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why Paul was like, "Y'all crazy, man! The thing ain't happened yet." <laughs> you know, Which leads us back to Jesus is coming. Exactly. Is yeah, yeah. I mean, because so, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to do show number three next time. Remind us, people, be Neftech next time. Nephilim, yes. and uh, as uh, Chris has coined it, fallen angel technology. <laughs> Yeah, um, I look forward to getting into some technology because uh, the thing that... Yeah, if we do uh, that now, we'll be here for days. So let's yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to blow some people away, I, I think. Not because I know so much, because I don't think I know much. Okay? I'll tell you that straight up. But the information is vital for you to understand some things. Yes, and to know that he's coming. Remember, when the Christmas lights go up, Thanksgiving is around the corner. So... With that, we will say thank you, Father. Thank you for showing us your word. Thank you for leading us down your path. Even though some of our paths uh, were lined up, you led us down the one that you wanted to talk about. Uh, We ask that your word would permeate the hearts of of, uh, those who are listening and that you would use this and reach those who are searching and fall in their path too and hear the word. And until next time, thank you, Father. And we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So uh, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we want to thank you for listening and tuning in to Jesus is Coming. Get busy. And we will see you next time with Neftech. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
What manner of person ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Jesus is coming. Get busy.